Welcome into No Credentials. My name is Sean Leary. I am joined by my brother from my girlfriend's mother, Eric Samari, in the new crib next door here, next to Paramount and Raleigh Studios. I'm always impressed when you nail that, when you yeah. nail my nickname. Like, I think yeah. it's kind of a weird way to, like, you nail it every time. I nail it. I nail it. <laughs> Skill, baby. It feels good. We're in Hollywood right now. Uh, Monday afternoon recording during the heat of the Elite Eight. So, if you listen to this on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever you listen to it, it will be after the Elite Eight. But we're recording during some of the games, so just bear with us. Huge show this week. A 17th game was added to the NFL season. I can't wait to talk about that, because you know how much Eric loves the NFL. Woot, woot. More product of, of, of something that you love. Thank More God. More product. Thank yes. God. Uh, they also announced the draft is going to be in Cleveland. Uh I think that writes itself right there. We'll go on and talk just a little bit more about that. March Madness in India is cooking some fun things. Barkley said some stuff you want to talk about. Uh, and then the Mighty Ducks series premiered. Game Changers on Disney+. Plus. You know, Estevez is back. He brings his Gilmore girl, Lauren Graham, with him. New series on Disney+. Plus. We're going to talk about this huge viral Ringer article. Bill Simmons and his boys over at the Ringer plugging other networks right now. Them over at the ringer, they came up with this great ranking of all the Mighty Ducks players of all time. The top, what is it, 19 players ranked from 19 to I 1. I could not be more excited. I'm just Very waiting excited. through the beginning of the show to get to that, boom, baby. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, we'll get into wrestling. Close it out with Nailed It, Failed It. And make sure you're checking us out on YouTube, TikTok. Uh, Eric's social media is at a hard pass. I'm at Sean Larry Bits. Get over to our Insta. Videos, photos, a lot of fun stuff. Every Tuesday we got new episodes. Thanks for checking in. Real quick, before we get to the Mighty Ducks, got a couple of things, some housekeeping things. The NFL, the National Football League, 17th game, and right off the bat, what I'm juiced on, what daddy's pants get a little toasty for, Mm -mm. Mahomes versus Rodgers is on the books. AFC West plays the NFC North, and it goes by first place plays first place, second place plays second place, third place plays third place, fourth place plays fourth place, Packers, Chiefs. If it's week 17, that'll be a bummer. I was going to ask, are they announcing it for week 17? Not sure on that, but it's probably going to be week 17. So we might not get both of them healthy. But like that, that I already have the popcorn. And like that's the game I've been dying to see. Could have saw it last year. Could have saw it last year. (laughs) Could have saw it two years ago if Mahomes could have stayed, could have stayed healthy. So that's the one I'm looking forward to. You don't like the NFL. No. So there's not one that you're looking forward to. Is there anything that gets a little sexy? Well, I'm excited about all the Arizona games this year. I I do want to see what that team, after I've called them for two years too early, I I mean, I'm excited to see them play some of the upper echelon teams this year. And the same thing with the Bills. I'm excited to see if they come back and are strong, as strong, less strong, more strong, strong, evenly strong. Yeah. So the 49ers get to play the Bengals. And your Cardinals are going to play the Browns. So that'll be a really fun game. Yeah. I like that game. Browns, I have a Cardinals. question for you with yeah. Week 17 because it's something that comes up in wrestling all the time. Ooh. Is it too much cake? Are it's you having too much, too much birthday? No, it's once a week, brother. It's once right. a week. That's that's why NFL is it once king. a week? Well, it's Mondays. It's one Thursdays. One game for your team per week. Yes. So if you're a, a, a staunch football fan, you're getting it more than See, once a week. See, for me, it's once a week. For yeah. you, it's minimum no, three hit, days I a hit, week. I hit Thursday night football. Uh-huh. Friday morning highlights, uh, Saturday morning highlights, uh-huh. Sunday morning prep highlights, Sunday all day, uh-huh. Monday morning highlights, Monday prep, 
Monday night football Tuesday highlights. So Are you doing game film on Tuesday? Oh, I'm that, checking out film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. morning, I go over to the YouTubes, I check out the film. It's a complaint that WWE, or wrestling in general, there's way too many shows. Oh, there's so much. Oh, Raw is three hours, and there's SmackDown, and there's NXT, and there's AEW, and they have three shows now. And there's, I go, then you don't have to watch it all. There's no such thing as too much, if it's what you love, you, you, right? I tend to watch almost all of it. But you don't have to. No one's making You're you tune in. You're not get... Obese from, no. from having too much. You WWE. could legit watch once a month during pay per views and get a pretty good gist of what's going on. You don't have to watch all the time. So yeah. with the NFL, it's the same way. Like it's not too much cake. It could do thirty weeks a year. You don't have to watch all the time. Yeah, like, I'm excited. Yeah, Ravens Rams is another one that's pretty sure. sexy. Sure. There's some cool. Like I've always thought that they should. Who's have, the Ram- Stafford's the Rams? Yeah, Stafford's, yeah, Stafford's yeah, yeah. Rams quarterback. Yep. Uh, Goff is now in Detroit. Uh, may God have mercy. Wait, did that was that a Wait, they didn't get traded for each other. Hmm? They didn't trade Goff for Stafford, right? Yeah, picks. Oh, I thought it was he was a free agent and signed. Oh, never mind. Okay. Okay. I think you just had a stroke. I Should don't we? pay attention. Oh, but that's, that's the thing. But that's what's great is because there are no credentials. <laughs> right. So I prove it every like, week. Yeah, I yeah, prove yeah. it every week. Why so. you're not on the field on Sundays. <laughs> Uh, if, if there's a 17th game that maybe we don't want to see, it, it could be Bengals and 49ers because they're lined up to play. I don't know what the 49ers are doing. I, I, I'm hearing that they might take Mac Jones at three. I told you over the weekend. Remember, over the weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that would be the worst draft, uh, yeah. much worse than Trubisky. If you trade up to three and take a guy. Because they gave up a fortune, right? Or not a oh, fortune. Oh, they gave, three they, first yeah, rounders or something? They gave up a lot of yeah. sex. They gave up a lot of sex to go get Mac Jones. Yeah. If they get this kid who doesn't have a muscle. Right. Look at his body. He doesn't right. have a muscle. There's mm-hmm. no muscle tone. He looks like every guy from the 30s. Like he just Remember boxers like a, from yeah, like- <laughs> an FBI guy with like a tall suit and a and one of those newsies yeah, hats. Yeah, he, he's 145 pounds. They're gonna take him three. I'll I'll never I'll never forgive Ryan Pace. Maybe, but he's if Lynch a draft does day. This, if Lynch does this, it's worse than Trubisky. You really well, it's worse than Trubisky. Even after getting rid of him, because that's what I think the real crime is they just got rid of him for Andy not Andy Dalton yeah Andy Dalton yeah that's the nightmare I did like the uh the meme that I sent you of the the it's not been a good week for uh Ohio and it was like the Buckeyes loss and then the the, it had a a description of each thing and then the fourth one was just bangles just bangles it just said bangles Bangles. it had no other (laughs) description they've been getting killed a lot lately in the media for just being a pretty bad organization they kept the like the I think maybe the worst coach in the NFL Marvin Marvin uh Lewis. Lewis. And that was all because of the team discipline. Like, that was all having perfect crippling people and no rules yeah. and anything. And never winning any and playoff games. And never winning any playoff games. Yeah. Like, with a, with a pretty talented team for yeah. a long time. Pretty solid. Palmer never won a playoff game, though, nope. right? No. Nope. Too many ACLs. Just so he many was, ACLs. He, he started a bunch of... Yeah, he started a couple. But yeah. they never got the, they never got the dub. Yeah. That, that's, they're up there with the Lions as one of the worst organizations. I, I don't know if you can compete with the Lions. I mean, the Lions, Lions are, are past the, the Browns yeah. even at this point. Yes, like, they are. The Lions are It's bad, Lions bad. and Texans that are neck and neck for trash. So, and the Texans have been so recent with how, how like, they've never been good, but they've been so recent. Like, how do you lose an all-world receiver, and then you don't trade your monster of a quarterback? Like, maybe maybe it's possible they knew nothing. I tend to not believe I when those guys know yet. nothing. Yeah, they know. It's like trade him for anything then if you knew that. If what I was I mean, what, a month ago I was saying don't trade him for anything. But if you had even an inkling that was coming out, trade him for well, anything. Well, yeah, they now it's like they should have got rid of him. For anything. Yeah. For for a third round pick. 
Trade him in for a friggin' washing machine. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, the NFL draft this year just announced is going to be in Cleveland. Yikes. They're going to do a big party. It's going to be Party City. What? It's, 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 how, don't you think you should have had to have won a Super Bowl before you can host the NFL draft? So for my thought. No. Oh, oh, I'll go against you on that. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, if, I think a prerequisite for hosting an NFL draft, yes, they have the most experienced drafting, uh-huh. right? High picks. They're always – Cleveland's always on the clock. Well, then say yours before you take mine. Okay. So <laughs> – but that's the thought process that goes into mind. You can't host an NFL draft until you win the Super Bowl. That uh-huh. should be a prerequisite because it's like it should be a reward. It should be a reward to your city for doing well and doing good Within the NFL, the Browns haven't even been to the chip. They haven't even been to the right. Super Bowl. And they're up here hosted before yeah. Vegas. I know the Las Vegas brand hasn't right. won one. But, like, why isn't it in Vegas? See, well, A, just move it to Vegas now and keep it in Vegas. <laughs> Put it in Vegas obviously. forever. But if I'm going the other way with it, I'm saying you have to have the worst record in football last year to host it. Whoever has the number one pick should get to host the NFL draft. So who would that be this year? The, Is it the, the Bengals? Jags. 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 Yeah. Jacksonville, um, that'd be a fun city. Anywhere. I mean, I just think that that's where you do What month is the draft? Is it April? It's in May, like end of April, May this year. So we're not going to have everyone vaccinated by then. Not and quite. They're not. just going to come out in droves to that thing. I guarantee it. I just think Cleveland should be a, I mean, they always have excitement for the draft, like you were saying. That's why I would give it to them, except not Cleveland. Like Cleveland's so they don't deserve it because it's they so Clevelandy. Won. It's so Clevelandy too there in Cleveland. Yeah, do you, it's probably gonna snow. It's very it'll, Clevelandish. It'll, it'll probably snow and the the lake effect be on fire. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. LeBron won't be there. LeBron will not be He's there. He's not gonna be there. <laughs> the kid from Akron and Roger Dell probably be there. Oh, I okay. I have no desire One to Vegas. Yes. It should always be in Vegas. And if Correct. it's not going to be in Vegas, Miami. Yeah. And if it's not going to be in Miami, Dallas. Because here's the thing. If you don't want to put the All-Star game in places like that because you're worried about the players going nuts or whatever it is that keeps them out of going to those places or gambling or whatever, the draft's a good time to do it. Off-season. That's a good time to go to Vegas. And if people do get a little crazy, as long as it's legal, they're just, they're just right. staying out all night, it's a good time to have Every, that. When you're rich... Every city is Vegas. Correct. That's the thing. That's a great point. That's the thing. Is like that that's something that's never talked that about. Just doesn't like you can you can turn Brookings, South Dakota, yeah. into Club Med if you have one hundred and fifty million. You can turn dollars. Akron. We yes. saw it. The guy had a like, had an eighteen hole golf course under his roof. Like, Where is this? No, LeBron. I'm just saying. Oh, he had that oh, amazing wow, house yeah. there, and like was able to do everything he wanted without leaving his acreage. Yeah, and it was a great town. You know, you're doing well when you live Correct. on an acreage. Correct. <laughs> How many? What, I'm 0. 0.6 acres when I bought my yeah, nice I'm, big house. Well, 0. 0.6 acres yeah. here over uh, yeah. in the Garden District. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegas would be a blast yeah. to go to because then you can bet on the picks and just make it an immersive experience. Maybe next year they do that just because it they is didn't in want- Vegas next year. Oh, okay. They just didn't want to do it this year because they wanted right. Vegas to give the was whole the shebang. plan was the plan to do it this past like this upcoming year was that last year was Vegas the very first draft during the pandemic. So did Vegas and then go back Vegas. to Vegas right away? No, they were supposed to be in Vegas last year. They did virtual. It was right. They, okay, okay. They didn't okay. want to postpone to this year because they weren't sure it'd be all gone, which they're right. Right. So they did Cleveland. They're like. Hey, we'll give Cleveland the COVID people. Then next year it'll be in Vegas. It's better than what the WWE did, taking yeah. the uh, WrestleMania out of LA and then waiting three years to mm. put it back here. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of LA, I'm drinking a delicious Golden Road Brewing 
Who's LA, house? Who's house? Who's, who's? who's house blonde ale? And Eric has a Travis Scott cacti strawberry 7% alcohol. Yeah. Let's party. Is it okay? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. All the people stuff. are getting killed for it in yeah, the grocery malls. In the grocery Except malls. for Corona Refresca, they're all just kind of okay. Like the White Claw-y type White Claw's Trulies, all of them are Trulies. just okay. They're just fine. Okay. They're drinkable. They're not good. I don't think they're good. You like McCulture, though. Yeah, I like McCulture. I like light beer. And I like you're excited for Kong vs. Godzilla. Hops. I am. And if, and if any of you out there want analysis, <laughs> deep breakdown. Because I'm thinking about it. Godzilla's breathing fire. This is a matchup that he should Listen, he should, it, he should dominate. It should be over quick. But early. the books, the bookmakers and the wise guys are, are... Kong is a heavy favorite. Now, there's the human element. There's a girl that can communicate with sure. the giant ape. Therefore, you think he's with the humans. And what, he's just going to say, watch out for fire, watch out for fire? Yeah, because there's no mobility on Godzilla's part. Like, he's blocky. He's like yeah. Christian Bale in Batman Begins before Nolan allowed him to move his head. He right. can't move. Except you, he can breathe fire, though. Right, but he goes straight. Mm. If Kong can dodge fire, he's way more agile. Maybe a little banana pill situation on his back, fire to the heavens. See, now I thought I read something forever ago, or maybe you said, isn't it just them two going to end up teaming up against Mechazilla that's or something? What, that's what I I hope it's a, 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 a whole whoopsie turvy turvy and they team up and you're an avengers style yeah. king and it's like on your right and godzilla comes on king kong or is it left what does what does cap say on or, your left or a uh, buck or on your uh, falcon left. on your left and here Captain comes says it to, to bucky right yeah, or no to falcon. falcon and he come and then here comes kong i haven't even seen these movies that's pretty good that's pretty damn I, good not seen and kong comes in and they're like oh we gotta go get mothra yeah, or right. Gamora, or are those good guys or bad guys? Bad guys. guys. Oh, those okay. are the okay. Titan or the. You know what? We don't have credentials on this either. <laughs> I tried to read up these monsters. So, are you someone who's watched all those? Like, yes, you, I saw Godzilla with Cranston. So, you seen the new? Like, you didn't? You were, didn't grow up loving those? No, okay. I grew up loving people getting munched. That is my absolute <laughs> favorite movie. Jaws. When there's Jaws. Jurassic Park. When the T-Rex eats the guy off the toilet, I think it's the greatest thing that's ever been on TV. There's never been something more fantasy, yet I hate lawyers. Eat him off the toilet. He ran from the kids. Someone pointed out this weekend, they go, you say you hate fantasy in other realms, yet you love and only watch wrestling. Yeah. But <laughs> so. when you know, you know. If that's yeah. if that, like, I saw Godzilla with Cranston. Mm-hmm. I saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Kong Skull Island is a blast. That's six. That's like seven mercenaries getting eaten in six different ways by three different monsters. Which it's one incredible. did Puff Daddy do the soundtrack for? It was Godzilla, but which one? Puff Daddy did the soundtrack. Oh, that must have been the Hank Azaria Matthew Broderick joint from like 1997. Yeah. That has its moments, but it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Well, it has that song, though. Yeah, I think that's the da, one. Da, da, the Led Zeppelin cover. Yeah, you're yeah. right. That is the one. That one, it has the pieces to be good, but it's ultimately not good. So so you're taking Godzilla, I'll take Kong. Yeah, I mean, there's no, I mean, I don't, if they fight, I don't see, it doesn't make sense to me. That, I don't want them to fight, right. like, for real. Well, I'm sure I think they'll Godzilla fight Godzilla once or twice the in the movie. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. March Madness, USC, UCLA are in, cool. the, in the lead eight yeah. from, from, our, from our LA crew out here. Gonzaga, uh, Michigan, Houston. Yeah, I'm gonna go shut the window. We got the. No, it was is, Dawson. This, that was Dawson. Oh, I thought I thought what we were about to have happen was we go from the old place to the right. new place where everything's state of the art, brand new, everything. Well, of course, fixed. I tw- I put the dishwasher on before we. No, I like that though. Okay. I like that. 
And there's one window still open just so that we don't die. Yeah. And, of course, Weed Whacker Willie's out back right now taking care of the freaking shrubs. This is the kind of stuff you can't escape in L.A. There's a thousand people in one square mile everywhere you go. You can't get any quiet. There's nowhere to do podcasts in this town. It's crazy. So March Madness is going. So what is on. our fourth studio? This is our we have the in the house studio uh-huh. up in the up in the valley, next door. Then did we do one at my place once? I don't think we ever ended next up. door. This is our third. Well, we did the the well, we did remote over the show. phone. Yeah, we did them over the phone. Oh yes, yeah. And so it's a fifth studio because we did the the uh, house sitting place. Yeah. Oh yes. Yep. Yeah. So we've we've had and even before this we were doing them Kansas City to L A when yeah, we were testing it out. So yeah. yeah, wow. yeah. Gosh. Talk about madness! It's madness. And it's March. It's <laughs> get it? No, get it because March Madness is basketball. But, but it's we're also talking about because we suck. Our man, because we suck in our lives, and it's madness. <laughs> Being alive is super hard. That's what they don't teach you coming up the ranks in school. Some of my favorite things on the internet right now, or what did you not know? Like, and my favorite is what did you not know when you were a kid that it was so hard? It's like you're gonna have to choose what's for dinner every night, yes, forever. There's you never get to not choose. They don't tell you that growing up. They don't just <laughs> sit you down and just go look. Money is gonna be tough. Stock once market. Once you hit about twenty seven, yeah. you're gonna hate breathing. <laughs> it's gonna be awful getting by, and then the worst pandemic ever is gonna come and make it even worse. I guarantee you that the number one thing I want a partner for <laughs> to be with someone. Is literally the dinner part. Yeah, like it's a just big dinner. Like even if it's the, well, what do you want? What do you want? Just one time ever in my life where don't worry, dinner's taken care of. One time, it would be amazing. I actually think that it would be easier for me in a solo relationship to handle the dinner aspect. I think you're. I would kill to be in your position because I'm in a position. Well, where, yeah, I can't even. Where yeah. I'm with someone who doesn't eat the same things as right. me. And also is way more stubborn and less. Uh, what's she won't bend? So, which is wild. I'll eat anything. And I, this is what I always do. I go. You have the one with the restrictions. Yeah. And this is how I'll always be. If you have the restrictions, you have to pick. Yeah. Because if I pick Tex-Mex John's burgers and beers, yeah. you can't have it. Yeah. So if you leave it up to me, it's a no go. So it's got to be up to you. And then she gets mad that it's up to her. But if you want to grab Tex-Mex John's tonight, I'm in. That does sound delicious. Tech, Tex-Mex burgers, chickies, sammies, and waffles. That's my favorite. If it's got coleslaw on it, it's my favorite food. Yeah. Here's the other thing about L.A. too. It's a blessing and a curse. Everything's everywhere. You can find whatever right. you want. And just a caveat. Eric, I follow him on social media, and we're in a group chat. This guy eats out seven meals a day. It's not he's true. Like, he's never cooked. It's he's not never true. cooked. It's not true at all. He's never cooked. For the last two months, I've had nowhere to cook. This guy's killing it on the restaurant scene. So what you're saying is those pictures that you see think they're from restaurants. They're not. They're Where from... They f- I'm cooking them. Those steaks that you saw? Those steaks are yours? Yeah, dude. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Talk about March Madness. I'm crushing it. Garlic aioli I'm sauce? It. I'm okay. doing that without a kitchen. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like the visual, the visual move on a... Yeah, I did a move, but you, yeah. it was for you. It I appreciate it. I appreciate it, buddy. All right. So real quick, I don't want to jump ahead. Yeah, There's nailed it, failed it, but I was rooting against my own nailed it, failed it with the yeah, Oral Roberts. Roberts. That was a blast. So you got to root for the 15th yeah. seed, and okay. he was. They were up ten in the regular season against uh, against Arkansas, they and were. they were up eight at halftime against Arkansas. Ugh. Yeah. So what do you think? I. It's been fun. It's been a fun tournament. Like there's been more upsets or whatever. Um, I think it's gonna be real tough to beat Michigan now. They're looking great, but I mean Gonzaga looks great. I, what do you think of the mustache guy? 
There's this guy on. So Gonzaga. someone, someone even you're, said today, texted guy. me, and they go, "You seem like you'd be a Gonzaga fan." I said, that was "That's me. rude." Yeah. No, and then someone else today. Oh wow! So that's two in three days. Yeah, they got a bunch of dude bros. Listen, after the like. trashiest of all trash dashes of all time that Gonzaga had about I don't know 15 years ago, Adam Morrison. Mm. I don't really see. Why that. do you hate him so much? I don't hate Adam. It's Dawson. That's Dawson eating her paw. Breathing so hard through her nose because her entire ma- paw is in her entire mouth. I've changed foods. I've given that's allergy pills. I've done everything. I thought it was the weed whacker. No, that's Dawson. Oh, all right. Well, so I got to anyway. fact check my last comment yeah. on whacker weed. I let Johnson. it go. That is actually the dog. Yeah. Uh, if you hear that in the background, also it's Eric's pen can't issues. Stop. Can't stop. Can't it's stop. fine. Can't stop. Won't stop. I don't hate Adam Morrison. Mich- you don't hate. I think it's the trashiest stash of all time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were on him because he cried and got really upset no, I, and then see, that had a bad NBA me. career. I, I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was a fan at all of him, but I had no problem with him. It's just that was the trashiest mustache that's ever been stashed. <laughs> Such a funny that you need to do an audio book on trashiest mustache that I've ever stashed, and that's the line <laughs> for every, the end of every chapter. And that was the worst stash that was ever stashed. <laughs> I can't tell you how much since you've pointed out the pen thing five seconds ago that all I can think about is picking this pen up. <laughs> it's the only thing going through my mind. Okay, pick it up. No, I can't. I gotta, gotta stop. I gotta be it. able to stop. It's that's the lack of medication, buddy. That's Isn't it crazy works. how we're all monsters? <laughs> we're just can't, couldn't one of us come down from the sky and work? We are all nightmares. Like, we are just pure. Oh, nightmares. I've got this. I've got this mm-hmm. allergy. I've got just can't we just be normal? <laughs> that's the other thing. I'm God. at the age where. I can't tell if I'm injured. That's just how I am now. Yeah, I think I no, love that line. I think you're you are at that's how you are. Yeah, there's no more. Oh, your knee just hurts one day and then it hurts forever. No, you have a bum knee forever, Eric. That's how it goes forever. You've had a bad back since you were three. Like you were lifting honestly heavy. since I was probably fourteen, fifteen. Really? Even before I was big, like it's always been bad. Well, isn't there also there's there there seems to be like an unwritten rule for any Midwestern guy over yes. thirty to complain about his back at least two or three times. Got a day. to. That's male and female, actually. Yeah. That's a oh, oh we're thing. doing gender fluid on back, uh-huh. back pain on back here. Pain. Everybody get over to the chiropractor. If once. anyone listening, if you're 28 or over, 29 or over, how about you just say you're in your 30s or over? Let us know if if there's anyone out there 30 or over who doesn't complain about their back. And I if, don't. And are you, you're 30. 31. 31. Daddy. Okay. Okay. But I'm, you're not a big complainer. True. Like my about, mom and dad would attest to that. About much. You don't really complain about much. Even yeah, the things but, you have a pretty good reason but to. But when I do get to that space, it's uh, it's awful. Oh, yes. You don't. You know it. Like when I've gotten to an, a fr- – like the day we, we were going to watch the first football game of the season uh-huh. and the power was out at my mm-hmm. apartment – I, you probably when we thought were going to shoot and it shit. rained on you that know. Saturday and you're like, Eric. everything's a nightmare. So this is the thing. I complain a lot. And I that's an issue that I work on a lot. Mm-hmm. As much as it doesn't seem like it, I'm working really hard at it. Part of it, though, is to keep from the explosion. Oh. Part of it is, like, if I just let a little bit out, a little bit out, it doesn't build up in me. Because I've done that part, too. You need I've to get into a rage too. room. We need to get you into a rage room. I think it's the greatest idea of all time. We've been. It's fun. Yeah. I couldn't imagine how wonderful that would be because I'm sick of doing it on the golf course with expensive golf clubs. Mm. Have you ever known someone who brings a rage wedge? That's smart, though. That like, means you have self-awareness. I know that I'm, there's a, a better than 10% chance I'm going to snap this wedge over, over my knee at some point, so I have an extra wedge. Well, here's my thought process. You're not a professional golfer, and you are so self-aware. Why do you get so angry? It's wild. Because anyone else I'm talking to, like, okay, how many how many times did you go practice this week? Oh, zero? How many times this month? Oh, once? Yeah, you're not going to be good. The pros still duff it. 
problem for me is it's I feel like I'm getting just a little bit worse every time I play. <laughs> I mean, not a lot. It's not, you know, I have bad rounds and good rounds, but but the consistency is just a little Practice bit worse. Practice makes worse. <laughs> and I'm so sick of going out with naturals that are, oh, that are competing with saying. me after playing for a year. And I've been playing since I could walk. Gotcha. I, I've taken very, you know, a couple years break here and there, like college-ish time. Not even then. Like, mm-hmm. you know, from freshman year, sophomore year of college, I wasn't playing. That's about it. And I've played a lot of golf. And I do not get better. I get a, a tiny bit worse. It's... Well, it's lack of practicing for sure, and what? it's bad habit. It's bad habits, okay. and the only time I'm repeating those is on when a golf course when I'm not practicing. The so I'm stakes are at their highest. I'm repeating the bad swings over and over and over. We need to get you. Over over yeah, to get you all I need to be doing. Well, yeah. probably working and and taking care of my home, those kind of things too. But mostly range. Mostly range because I do play for about ten dollars, twenty dollars yeah. round when I play. This is so. what you need to do: just rip the smoke detector out of the ceiling and get over to the range. Those are the only two things that you have to do. Because if you've ever lived in a new apartment, you know you got to rip that stupid smoke alarm out. Are you out. joking because I did that next door? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know and you knew I've that. done it at every place <laughs> yeah. I've ever lived. Hey, renters, real estate people, yeah. make a smoke alarm. Or, or, I'm sorry, you don't manufacture the smoke alarm. Sure, it's not your fault. Purchase a smoke alarm. Uh-huh. That doesn't beep a day after it's been put in. Oh, it's low battery. Low well, battery. I don't low battery. When it is smoky. Listen, I, I had a when couple smoky. When it is smoky, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to say it has worked. It's just you can't push a button. You, I unplug it. I take it all the way I off. The battery off. out. Every plug's how out. How do you turn it off? How is it still How do you beeping? turn it off? It doesn't make sense. That's why it's got to come out. But how do you turn it it's off? It's got to come out. You got to tear it out, cut the wires. Green wire, cut the green wire, then the red wire. Not sure on that. Mad- okay, March Madness. It's been good. It's been enjoyable. I do realize that what I love about March Madness has always been the events at my bar or, or getting a group together. I watching it at home it sucks. It, no, you know what? I it guess doesn't it's suck. A Thursday afternoon, exactly. Yeah, and I do like that part that it was on during the day, like early here. Mm-hmm. I would say though, it's like a a couple, like three quarters of three games is what I can get through. You oh, know, like, yeah. So a half and a little oh, bit yeah. more of three different games. I couldn't That's even about watch overtime day. on UCLA and Alabama. Right. I go, it's late. I got. I, I want to watch New Girl. Yeah. It's, I've been watching this for... And they don't you ever watched New Girl before? Yes. Yeah. This is our third pass. It's so good. They don't make shots in college basketball. Syracuse scored like 40 points. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker there. Devin Booker there. Devin Booker does that on a nightly basis. The by biggest himself. lie is always the this college. Like I said, basketball. I've seen. I've said this before on the podcast. Basketball is possible because of the three point shot. Like it's possible that a college team could beat an NBA team. It is possible. Also, the thing is, I know they're playing at Hinkle right now, so it's not a good excuse. But always during the Final Four, and they put in those big arenas. Normally, it's like, yeah, of course they can't shoot. You're saying the four hottest teams in the country, the four teams that made it to the. NCAA all of a sudden can't shoot. No, it's because there's no one behind. Like yeah, it changes fifty everything. yards to the next person behind the backboard, and it's a totally different view. So of course they're gonna have a little struggles with the hoop. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. I've watched enough. You know what I mean. And I'll watch a little bit tomorrow. I won't watch tonight. Raw's on, but I'll watch a little bit tomorrow. Do you think that? And this isn't a. This isn't saying that I don't love it. But do you think we could go 30 seconds without no. a correlation to wrestling? Well, I think that's an interesting part of your brain and why you need to be working for that. Yeah, correct. I'm dead serious. We did go about eight minutes there. so Ooh, I, I, I have the tape. Yeah. I'm the producer, so I have the tape. I believe we'll find out that I went eight minutes. All right, we will confirm nor deny. I don't think we're going to look it up. I don't trust that you'll actually you look You know up. that I am very fastidious with my work here. <laughs> you didn't write it down. You don't have a notepad this week. 2732. So. Oh, my goodness. Um... <laughs> 
Focus real quick, Eric. But yeah, well, for me, like I've, I've told you this before, everything is wrestling. Everything is wrestling. Everything is wrestling. Every news story is wrestling. Every sporting event is wrestling. It's all, there's a, there's a correlation because A, wrestling has been going on forever and it's been on television for hours a week forever. So there's always something related to. But also, it's a reflection. Okay. Not the, not the monster coming up from the ring who's been burnt alive. That's not what I'm, that's not real life. But most of it is, is a reflection of the society. During the 90, late 90s when it was wild and, and it was a teenage kind of thing, it was different. And it's just, there's always something that goes. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I understand yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, before you get into the Barkley mm-hmm. stuff, the Charles Barkley stuff that you want to talk about. Oh, yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thought I wanted to take, uh, to take away from the March Madness, I, I was, majority of it was, I was watching on CBS. Mm hmm. Or TBS, I can't remember. But Wally Zerbiak yeah. is one of the. Analysts. They're all in all of them, I think. Okay. I think he legitimately looks like a supervillain. <laughs> he he he's seven seven because yeah. he's he played. I, I mean, what's his face played? But he's so much taller than him. He's standing. Kenny on the Smith seven. or yeah, it's a uh, uh, what's his name? Brock Kellogg, uh, Clark Kellogg, yeah. and then that little guy, and then the, and then Gumble. Yeah, and Zerbiak. That is the CBS team. You're right. Huge. Yeah, he literally looks like the like the French or Russian villain that's like it will break you. <laughs> he's got like a Drag vest. Up. Yeah, and he's like. Tight, really, he literally looks like a CEO that like got bit by an animal and then became a bad guy. Like he 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 was. He at looks his desk. like oh, you don't watch the Marvel movies, but he looks like uh, yeah, the Ant Man villain. Yes, uh, the, I watched the like, first Ant Man. Yeah. Love it. So he's he, the, <laughs> he literally, I'm trying to just like he looks like if Willem Dafoe was sexy. Like he's scary looking. You've tall. obviously never seen Boondock Saints. And oh, listen to this. This is another. I have seen Boondock Saints. It's every twenty-eight-year-old guy in America's favorite movie that drinks beer. Oh, I love Boondock Saints, dude. Uh, fun fact about Willem Dafoe is he's got a huge penis. Awesome. I read. No, hold on. Awesome. Stay with me. I read this. Article. I wish we could go thirty seconds without, without you calling a man yeah. sexy. Hey, I'm, I'm uh, androgynous. <laughs> I am comfortable with my sexuality. So this is just a fun fact before we get into twenty minutes of Mighty Doxy. Willem Dafoe. Was in a movie. I can't remember the name of the movie, but he had to do full frontal for the for the movie. And the people on set. It's only my specialty. The people on set, like the producers, PAs, and just people, other people, were like, oh, my God. So this is what it said in the article. Willem Dafoe's member was so jarring that they had to use a penis double. They doubled in somebody else's penis for Defoe's because it was so jarring. Lars von Trier finds Willem Defoe's penis confusingly large. Yeah! It might be the movie called Antichrist? Yes, that is the one. So Sounds Defoe, right up my alley. Defoe is packing heat. Sure. And Zerbiak kind of looks like him in uh, on the CBS <laughs> set. So, he's the new Green Goblin in the new... Uh, Charles Barkley went in on the NCAA. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yesterday. Charles Barkley before the Ducks. Yeah, Charles Barkley went in on the NCAA last night, and I love it. He's he's being, obviously, being paid. Like, I think he probably gets paid by TNT, not by the yeah, NCAA. Yeah, Ted Turner pays Charles So, Barkley. it's such a wild thing to see someone say it on an NCAA broadcast. You know my feeling on the NCAA. It's oh, as corrupt as any them. government entity You want there to is. disband the NCAA. And it's no joke, Sean. I think it's it's so incredibly detrimental to young people, the mm-hmm. NCAA, the way yeah. they're treated. Then the two quotes where one was just time to get their crap together. I even have the article up, actually. Sure. I could read the whole thing. 
it'll be quick. The NCAA, they're like the Barney Fife of the world. And do you notice I don't do an inflection or a, an impression of Charles Barkley right now? Do you notice I just, oh, I'm just reading yeah. his? I am totally comfortable doing impressions of people <laughs> the, that don't have the same color skin as the me. The NCAA, they're like the Barney Fife of the world, said Barkley in a reference that probably went over the head of anyone under 30. They do an awful job of administrating. We got guys on tape paying players three years ago. They ain't say nothing about it. The NCAA, they are so far behind the times. They're so reactive. It's time for them to get their crap together. They say they want to stop cheating. They want to make everything equal with the women because they, that was a travesty and a disgrace. It's time for us because we're in bed with the NCAA. We're doing all this social stuff in the NBA. It's time for us guys, the coaches, to say, yo, man, you all got to do a better job. And that's on an NCAA broadcast during what 100% is their most viewed time of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know how it rates against the Super Bowl and the finals and the World Series and everything, but it's got to be up there. It's got to be close or, or as maybe second March Madness broadcast. I'd say it's probably third. Behind Super Bowl obviously, and NBA Finals. NBA Finals, yeah. okay. I mean, it is, it is wild to make that statement. It's, Good I mean, Billis says the same thing, and he was part of ESPN. And ESPN's a huge March Madness you know, proponent mm-hmm. and everything. And I've always loved that. Like, guys who are, like, willing to – he ain't going to lose his job over this. That's not the risk. He's not mm-hmm. risking his losing his job. But he might be losing that gig. You know, that – I couldn't imagine. In, in my thought process, you hire Chuck, you know what you're getting. Sure. This is, it's, uh, it's abhorrent for them to not know that he wouldn't say something like that. Yeah. It, it was so poignant and so – Good. Like, specifically needling. You know what I mean? Like, I it was such it. a very, very no questions about it, what he meant and what he was saying. Yeah. I loved it. Loved that. That's yeah. all. I just got a real big kick out of that last yeah. night. Yeah, heartwarming Eric. I like that. Heartwarming by tearing down an institution. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 my kind you of heartwarming. I love tearing down institutions. It's kind of my whole thing, bro. That was terrible. There? That was fine. Yeah, that's... You can do an impression. Yeah. Of the specific... Oh, come on, Ernie. That's come terrible. On, Ernie. That's okay. That's an impression of a specific person. Yeah. So when I'm reading something that somebody says and I try to talk like they talk, that's insensitive. Who does that joke? Tom Segura. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, all right, you might hate the voice, but you know exactly what I'm talking about exactly. when I say yeah. that. Uh, all right. Speaking of knowing exactly who we're talking about, let's get into this Mighty Ducks. I could not be more excited. This is the most, this is more exciting to me than breaking down WrestleMania next week. Oh, okay. The Mighty Ducks, I'm sorry. You're the host. Oh, please, fine. please I, lead you, me in, you, sir. I will lead you in, but I kind of want you to keep the juices on the lead in going and gotcha. lead in after I gotcha. lead you in. But gotcha. the ringer, uh, which is basically, if you don't know what the ringer is, it's basically like this. It's kind of what we do. It's a sports and pop culture kind of site. They're not as focused in the. Comedy. Is it one person who runs it? Is that it's Bill Simmons? It's Bill Simmons. And thing. It's okay. like Ryan Rossillo and those. A lot of people from ESPN went and started this. Yeah. So they put out the top. Uh, that they ranked all of the Mighty Ducks who played for the Ducks mm-hmm. franchise in, in, throughout in, the three movies. Yeah, throughout the three movies in order of how good they were at hockey. And it was Andrew Guitardo. I want to give credit. Yeah. Andrew Guitardo. Nineteen players played for the Ducks. Guitardo. I they, messed that up. They bad. rank them nineteen through one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you want to, all go right, from let's here. let's get yeah. into it. So I am. I was go, I was talking to someone last night on the old Bumbies. On the old Bumbies about oh, favorite you were Bumbies and Hinges. I was night? Bumbies. I haven't done the Hingey. Mm. I've done the Bumbies. I'm above Tinder, but I'm below Hingey. I'm Bumbying. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think they asked, or I asked her what her favorite Disney movie was because it went on the topic. Because mine's Emperor's New Groove, and it's by a long, long shot. Okay. And I wasn't even considering movies like Mighty Ducks 
like or like live action stuff, which was Sandlot a Disney movie? Maybe like okay, I don't think so. So I was only talking about the cartoon ones, but if we're talking all of Disney properties, it Mighty Ducks might be it. Gotcha. I mean, I loved those movies. I I, I cannot stand people who clap at movies. I've done it twice in my life. Once was uh, Django Unchained on Christmas. I think it's okay to clap if the people who made the movie are there. Right. They weren't. The people who are in like Toledo, Ohio on a Tuesday yeah. at 7. Now, there was some hooting and hollering going along with the crowd. I really enjoyed that Oh, that's part. fine. The Mighty Ducks, though. I Number two. Mighty Ducks 2, I remember just... Oh, D2 is a flawless film. It's It's... It's everything good about number one and nothing bad about number See, three. I, I, like, I, I went back this week and I wanted to do some case studies. Did you watch the movies I this week? I fired weekend? up number one yeah. and I felt bad it did not hold up. No, I agree. I have they no problem with that. They had a lot of like that. squeaky sound effects uh-huh. and I got taken out. And also, Bombay, obviously, he has his character mm-hmm. transition. Estevez is our guy, he's the sure. man. But he is an absolute toolman in the first 40 uh-huh. minutes of the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like a, a lawyer that did too good of a job as a lawyer. So he's got to. And then he was drinking beers after being too good of a lawyer. Aside from the movie aspect of it, the sports of these movies is unbelievable. Like when they're actually. Sp- like, You're saying good. Yes. Yes, correct. Like the ice scenes. Everything outside of the, aside from the second one, the second one's perfect. Perfect. But everything outside of the hockey mm-hmm. part of it is just, oh, it's bad, bad movie. Uh-huh. But. Well, but, go ahead. Uh, I'm not arguing it. You're right. But, but I don't want to admit Just it. in terms of getting, I wouldn't say it, getting yeah. us to Bombay being the coach, in, in my sure. thought, was pretty weak. Sure. But once that hockey gets rocking, then we get into the list. Also, it's a Disney the, movie. It's a right, Disney movie. Right. I'm just saying, I thought I was going to go back and be like, oh my God, this is an A. Right. And I know the second one and the third one I like way more because they're adults. So the third one I have a big Does problem with it? the Charlie Conway character in number yeah. three. Such an emo punk weirdo, yeah. like yeah. whininess. I couldn't stand yeah. that much. Even though he's kind of a whiner throughout the whole thing. Oh, Regardless, he's emo through the whole thing, isn't he? I think. Yeah. And what you're the uh, the sport. Oh, I love the my favorite like realistic thing about that movie. And when you because there are a couple unrealistic things. Dean Portman and. Uh, oh my goodness, Eric! Russ Tyler. Russ Their Tyler. specialty shots and stuff. Yeah. And then the, the kid Pop. who's a rodeo guy. They address how that couldn't really happen. Like they address how they can be stopped. Those things can be stopped. Right. That's what made it so good is that there are people who can have these specialty skills that wouldn't work. They're not going to yeah. work in the NHL yeah. for sure. I mean, the cowboy guy alone, they they show immediately. Oh, we can we can neutralize him Correct. instantly. And the same thing with the knuckle puck. Knuckle the puck, same yeah. thing with Dean or uh, uh, Fulton Reed. Fulton Reed's smash shot. They sh- they bring that up. I love that part. That oh, is, that's a great that's a great take. Yeah, that's a. I I think I like the second one the most for me because it's the assembling of the team. It goes back to action movies. It goes back to. Hey, let's get everybody to. It goes back to MacGruber, one of my yeah, favorite movies, sure. where it gets everybody. To, like when, when who did he get together? What's that? Who did he Bunch get together? Of Bunch of wrestlers, and I know a lot of them, but we'll save that for another day. Uh, Jericho, uh-huh. the Kingdom, oh, Kingamal, King, the guy that doesn't speak with the, the long, great, the great, Ka- the great Khalid, nailed it. The big, oh, what's that guy's name? The big, the big show, show. big shows in it. MVP is in it, I believe. Marquez Valding Scantling? <laughs> I mean, you're not far off. Okay. Montavious Vontez Porter. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
But that's why I like the second yeah. one so much. And then we got freaking, Jericho, yeah. and we got uh, Mendoza, which is played by uh, yeah, who is Benny the Benny Jet, the Jet yeah. Rodriguez? Yeah. He's fast and which Sandlot, is what Manny's think it might be. A, also, that Sandlot might also be a Disney movie. It might be, yeah. but I, for some reason, I don't think it is. I don't, Dennis I don't know. Leary in a Disney movie? They all do it. True. Everyone does it. True. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez in a Disney movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, here uh, we all go. Right, we want to get to the breakdown. Yeah, of the, of I'll, 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 I'll skip through it. Here's what's great. Do you want to? What are you going to go to next just so I know so I don't say anything dumb? What are you well, about just to The bottom three okay. or four, like kind of get through that okay, part because cool. I don't have really have any arguments. What, what I respect about this article, it's purely based on on-ice talent. It's I, not based on the characters, how important they are sure, to the movies. It's, sure, it's, that's We're talking fair. on Ice Town. That's fair. I disagree with their choices for their top three right. based on that. But I'm not going to move people up based on their character in the movie, if that there makes sense. There is one I do, and I'll, okay. I'll get okay. to it. So David Carp, number 19, kind of did nothing. Kid from Heavyweights. He was the, the little chunky Goofy kid. kid. Yeah. Uh, Peter Mark, same thing. Just part of the first movie. Is he at number 18? Yeah, and yeah. he was the leather jacket kid. Yeah, he was the kid that was wisecracking. Yeah. For the movie, as far as movie goes, both he of them were great. They incredible. were both great. Yeah, and not I, good I'm sorry, I said Carp was only in the first one. They're all in it, aren't they? No, Carp was. No, no. There's a bunch of changes. Okay. Um. Yeah, Carp was out after the first one. Um. So was uh, Peter Mark. Um. Tommy Duncan at 17, I had kind of a problem with. He's the little kid who his sister. Mm-hmm. They're both figure skaters. I. He was a talented kid. I couldn't really find anyone to put him above. Mm-hmm. So I have. I guess I can't have an argument. The, the point they make is he's four feet tall. Gotcha. It's kind of tough to compete. Gotcha. When you're four feet tall, you're yeah. definitely not going to the junior. You're not not going to the Olympics, and you're not going yeah. to you know play college yeah. prep. So I get that. Terry Hall at 16. Again, no problem. It's his brother that has most of the uh, big moments. Um, as far as movies go, again, he plays a pivotal role in the first one, but it's on an ice talent, we don't see much from him. Uh, Tammy Duncan. See, this is the thing. At 15, Tammy Duncan, she does score a goal in the finale. Which, if they don't win that game, two and three don't happen, that team it doesn't win. It's a story for nothing. So I have a you know, but whatever. Here's where we get to the here's where we get to the first bit of controversy. This is this next one, number fourteen, is massively controversial for me as well. I'm gonna let you go first okay. after I explain it. So number fourteen, Goldberg. Okay. I think Gold- not WCW's 196 straight wins, Goldberg. We're talking about the goalie Goldberg. Farts, yeah. I love Goldberg. I do. He's always ready to rip a fart when the time calls for one. He loves Philadelphia enough to rock Drexel gear. And he's the mastermind behind the plan to pose as Aaron Spelling's nephews in order to watch pretty ladies model outfits on Rodeo Drive. But holy hell, he sucks in the net. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's, he's last for me. He's number 19. Why? I thought you were going to go the other way. No, I think he's the worst player that's ever played for the Ducks. He shouldn't be on the team. He's never done anything other than be cool off the ice. You are right for one whole movie, two whole movies, and 85% of the third movie. What he does is selflessly transitions to a defensive player (laughs) in the third game and plays a role in the third finale as a defenseman, not a goalie. Gotcha. Based on goalie skills alone, he might be the worst one ever on film. However, as a teammate and as someone that you on your team, the guy, the guy matters. He is he is an important part of that last game. So I could put him at seventeen. I couldn't go all the way to nineteen. Oh, nineteen and eighteen. The kids did nothing on the ice. They were f arounds. You know, they just they they uh, they weren't players. 
Goldberg was a player. Goldberg got out of the way he, of shots. Correct. But he fought for his spot. He was a gamer. Goldberg okay. was a gamer. He all wanted right. to be out there. However, I could see him go all the way down to 17. I could keep him just outside the top 10, too, based on his selfless decision to transition to a defensive player when he knew he wasn't the guy in net. Okay. That's that's okay. fair. Real quick, just because it's funny, because I'm remembering back to it, he did give up a goal to Trinidad and Tobago, who did not have a hockey team. So, right. And their jerseys right. from the movie, if you go back and watch the jerseys from Trinidad and Tobago, it is just a tie-dye t-shirt. Okay. Going on. Dwayne Robertson. Robertson. Again, this is where the, the bulk of the arguments and conf- Dwayne Robertson is we're gonna the, be here for the working man is the uh, cowboy. cowboy. Whoa! <laughs> Great hands, absurd dangle. Did you get it all? Yeah, it's a brand new apartment, so I appreciate brand new you spilling everywhere. Yeah. Hey guys, Sorry. this is easier than roping hogs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great hands, absurd dangle, and D two Hendrix hockey's. Don Tibbles says that Texas transplant is the best stick handler he's ever seen, and that includes NHL players. (laughs) And I think the hard time I have is, he's not a hockey player. He's a a trick shot artist. Okay. But you take a guy like the professor in the And One mixtape series, those Mm -hmm. basketball players, could he play in the NBA? Probably almost definitely not. But he could do things that no one else could do. And I think having Robertson so low when he has a skill... That is unmatched by NHL players as a junior hockey player. It's tough to have him that low, I think. He just doesn't perform. Doesn't perform. He doesn't perform. I, I think if we saw him pass a little bit more, I think he could easily never score a goal and still be an absolute elite member of the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. If he just learned to pass. Well, I think that I think that kind of goes into who's in at number 12, which is Lester Averman. They don't do anything good on the ice. They're more so known for just being those characters that you like. Like, Averman's never done a thing. He's just, oh, he's that glasses guy that's kind of the heart and soul of the team. He's in a couple other movies, so you recognize him. But when he's on the ice, he just is constantly put on his butt. He's that guy. So I think at 12 and 13, Averman and Robertson are perfect in that, in that they're huge characters within the franchise. They just don't produce on the end. They're just not good hockey players. I think I love this final note. Robertson is also the only player not to score in the divisive shootout against Iceland. Because despite being a ridiculous stick handler, he opts to forgo a deke and simply shoots the puck yeah, directly into the that. goalie's glove. And he, I remember his face like, whoa! It's yeah. like you shot it right into his glove. Here's the thing, though. Strategy-wise, if you're known as the guy who's going to deke nine times and you don't, you know, it seems Very like true. that could be a good strategy. Uh, Averman, here's the thing. If I want to rank everyone higher, I got to put someone lower. I only got like two guys I can go lower with, two players I can go lower with. Averman was a part of that team every step of the way. Was the heart and he was the second heart and soul of that entire team mm-hmm. from beginning to end. And he does get beat on every face off, so I don't yeah. have a problem with it. It's it's a good probably you're right, probably a good spot for those two. Yeah, Luis Mendoza, number eleven at number eleven. I really expected to see this guy in the top four. Oh, you did. I did. You thought that Benny the Jet on ice was going to be in the top four? Speed kills in every sport. True. It's And in hockey, here's why I think it might not translate perfectly to hockey. Is there's the blue line to blue line rule. You can't go off sides. He can't beat everyone down the ice every time. Same thing with soccer. You can be the fastest guy with soccer if you have the ball, but you got to be able to hold on to the ball. So, I don't know. He, he Here's the thing with him. For me, he is... 
he should have been a lead stud on yeah. this team. It just never it was that free agent signing that it was that Giancarlo Stanton where it's like you bring him in, he's sexy, he's got all the intangibles. And it's just <laughs> it just doesn't quite work out. You know what I mean? Like he just he he had the goal against Iceland, but other than that, he's just sexy in the third one making out with chicks. Like he just he just left a little more to be desired. That's that's where I'm at with uh, Mendoza. And he's not being able to stop stop. That's why I like they bring it up in this article yeah. too. It doesn't always it's not always a hindrance. No. You got that guy barreling down on you at 18 miles an hour. You might be getting, you're probably getting out of the way. Get out of the way. And someone else might be able to score. Put some money and he on did the score against Iceland. Yes, That's he did. important. Okay. I think what we see on, you know, here's here's I really want to know your take on Russ Tyler. Right. Russ Tyler's the knuckle puck. They pick him up in D2. Go ahead. So for me, Russ Tyler played by none other than Keenan Thompson. Um I love that he's the West Coast kid. He's a trash talker, but I think this is a perfect spot for him. He does one thing well. Um, he's like a DH hitter. He's an Edgar Martinez. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer, but barely. Uh, he's in the top ten. That's just that's just where I gotta have him because, yes, he can shoot it from 500 feet away and probably make it. But like we said earlier in the segment, he's stoppable. I'm gonna pause just for a second and go back to to Tommy Duncan because there's there was a line I wanted. I had oh, okay. a note that I wanted to point out. Okay, so Tommy Duncan at 17. Uh, <laughs> Why is it? Wait, here we go. Uh, Tommy is one half of the figure skating dudo, and then in the quotations. By the way, who the hell is running Minnesota's Pee Wee Hockey League, and what are the GD rules? I don't know what we're allowed to say. I want to say that's fine. Okay, goddamn rules. You can just add unregistered players on a whim. Isn't this an insurance issue? Why does it feel like the only rule enforced by the Minnesota Youth Sports Cabal is the one that says kids must play for their respective districts? They're super intense about making Adam Banks play for the Ducks, but they have no state, no stance on roping in ringers mere days before a game. Love that line, line of the article. I thought that was great. Okay. If we're going to work in a fantasy world, but we're going to try to keep it tight, you can't have Adam Banks crying with his parents and ruining his childhood by making him play for the Ducks. When this other guy's like, well, this is bringing the figure skaters. Yep. They're right there. Yep. Same thing happens in Little Giants. You yep. know, there's a whole... Yep. Always ringers. Must, right he must play for here. Yep. He lives here. Yet you can bring in whoever... Jurisdiction. Yeah. It's all about that yeah. jurisdiction. Are, okay, we had not... Or so what 10, did you Russ think Tyler, Tyler. Bottom three. Russ Tyler does exactly one thing. Exactly one thing. Yeah. That's the knuckle Yeah, pop. I'm not high on him. You get him off the shot. He does nothing else if for you on the If it's played by anyone other than Keenan Thompson, he's bottom three. Well, then, so here's what we're saying. If we're talking about characters in the Mighty Ducks franchise, not, I'm that, going higher. It's hard to That's that's the thing. I think this list they are having that seep in. I don't think you and I are. So that's okay. what I'm trying to defend this guy cuz he's got Kenny Wu at number 9. There's no way you put Kenny Wu ahead of Mendoza. Mendoza scored a goal against Iceland. Wu was just the the ringer they brought in to be good at skating. I don't get I, I guess he has... You're forgetting. He has the Gordy Howe hat trick. He had a goal, an assist, and a five-minute major for fighting. For he me, was the third bash brother. He was the third bash brother, but I think... Almost I don't cost think him that, that game. I don't think that's enough to go over Mendoza. Wu needs to be way okay. lower. Okay. Listen, Wu needs to be way lower. He he's, does... He's, he's a cute The bash kid. brother thing is great, and for the movies, amazing character again. Right. He does almost cost them that game. I think they had to play five on two at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's in at nine. We're, we're getting into it here at... Eight Here's my first big Jesse Hall needs to be up there on that list. Jesse Hall again, part of all three teams. Right? No, wait, wait. The only is that what it was? He he wasn't part of D three, right? 
because in real life he had heat with one of the other actors, Keenan Thompson, mm-hmm. and so he didn't didn't make it. But that dude is such an ingrained part of the Mighty Ducks. And on the ice, he was always on the ice for two straight, you know, two straight movies. Always on the ice, always a tryhard. The one who stood up to Bombay and changed the culture of that team when he was wanting to take falls and you know fake injuries and stuff like that. He wasn't having it. Changed the culture of that team, turned them into what they are. I got a real big problem with Jesse Hall at number eight. Yeah, I mean, he's in the OG. He's one of the OGs that's actually good. I think he's probably got to go into the top five, but the fact that he doesn't hack it in the third movie is a big thing. Like, if you don't make that third sure. movie, I don't know if you can be top five. But also, there's something to be said about all these kids going, well, we can't leave each other. We got to go to college together, too. I don't know, man. Maybe make your own way in this world. We don't know what Jesse Hall was doing. That's during the thing. Movie I think he mo- went on to do his own thing. He might have been playing he's somewhere. He's not going to be at Eden Hall. He he's, might... he's in L.A. or something. Could have even been at Notre Dame. True. Minnesota, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, all right, number seven's controversial. Well, it's ridiculous. It's it's just ridiculous. He's doing this to have... It's clickbait. This is clickbait, and I won't stand for it. Charlie Conway. Number seven? Number seven. I, when I opened this, I go, he'll be one. And I and then I got to And that's why they why. put him at number seven. Did he... Was he the best hockey player on the team? No. No. He was... He's Dustin Pedroia. Great call. When they needed one goal at the end of D1... And it says here, well, the team the team was really nervous about him doing it. Guess who wasn't? His coach. Yeah. Why do you and, think he picked him? And why do you think he picked him? Because the kid's got ice in his veins. Clutch gene. He's got the clutch gene. Yep. It's it's you cannot quantify that with stats, with what he does on the ice. His selflessness of giving up his spot to Banks when when the team needed it. Mm-hmm. The dude gets it. Listen to he's this. He's a coach one. on the ice. We all know he's a better coach than a player. His emo journey in the last movie is insufferable. Too much pacey going on there. So then that, that might be why they put him at seven. Hey, no arguments there. Yeah, but you no can't, you can't have Dean Portman as a character, Charlie Conway. As a character, I got Charlie Car- uh, Charlie way down the list okay. as a character. Okay. Couldn't stand him for two-thirds of all three movies. Okay. You know what I mean? That's fair. But the guy was the guy. Right, that's what I'm saying. The goal. How do the you have goal. Dean Portman ahead of him? It's a joke. This is a this is a joke. Now Dean Portman did provide something to that team that they did not have, even in Fulton Reed. Fulton Reed was not a, a be a, you know. This is their best defender. Portman's their best defender. And you do need that guy. He's absolutely a vital part of that team. But he is one of many, not one of one. Do you understand? Yes. There's plenty of guys who could have filled that role. Right. Again, as a character, love the character. He's hilarious. I do love, I do love film. And again, I always will bring up WWE. WWE does it too. But like, what they think music, the alternative listens to, or the Rage Kids, or the mm-hmm. or the emo kids, or the Headbangers, or the Mosh. Like, it's never right. It's never, right. it's never a totally great connection there. Gotcha. Of what he would be listening to You're at right. the time, probably. The guy isn't a hockey player. No. He's, he, He's a hockey player-ish guy, whatever. Plus, he couldn't even qualify for most of D3. Mm-hmm. He couldn't make the grades. That matters. Yeah. They wouldn't have been in that position. Maybe they win the win the the uh, exactly. the uh, whatever, the scrimmage game, you know, or, or yeah. whatever. You know, maybe in a totally different season if he's there the whole time. That stuff matters. Games played matters. Dean Portman, I think, has to be outside your top ten, maybe at ten, but has to yeah, be outside I, your yeah, top ten. Yeah, he's gotta be outside the top definitely ten. Definitely be definitely Jesse Hall and Conway go above him. Okay. So number five, this is where I I think, yeah, this is this is who I said before the mm-hmm. or this is what I said to you. I go, she's got to be number one. He was her, her Conway is what you Julie said. Julie the cat Gaffney is number five, and I think that she 
and this is what I know about. I don't know a lot about hockey, but what I do know is you win the Stanley Cup because you have the best goalie. And Gaffney was the best goalie out of everyone mm-hmm. in all of the movies. Yeah. She was the best goalie. When that's what wins. Your goalie she's gets my, hot, you win. She's my number one. That's the number one. The best hockey player. Technically, me. Goldberg is the hero of the JV versus varsity game. But Gaffney's the one who kept varsity off the scoreboard by standing her head like she's freaking 2003 John Sebastian Guerre. And she had the save against Iceland. That's Without her, the Ducks would have been gotten movie. hammered, and Goldberg's goal would have just made the final score 9-1. Two is the movie that I like. Yeah. Is the movie that I think is perfect. Yep. And she has the save against Iceland. Correct. Okay. I think I have her in my top four. Okay. Maybe three. Maybe two. Your number four, or the number four on the list is where you have a a carp, right? Uh, You're harping (sighs) on this. I can read the whole thing because it's only a paragraph. Yeah, just read it. Connie Moreau is the most underrated player on the Ducks. She's shockingly fierce and uniquely flexible. Throughout the movie, she can be seen manning the blue line and taking face-off. But she's also one of the purest playmakers on the team. Please put some respect on Connie's name. Now, Connie is the one from Wet Hot American Summer. Yes. Here's the thing. If you want us to put respect on Connie Moreau's name, if it's so important to you that she's in your top four above Conway, above, above, you know, Portman, above Wu, above Keenan Tom, all these guys. That if it's such a big deal, then why does everyone else get three to four paragraphs and you could sneak out one of just telling us to respect her? She great, yeah. She's good. She's a really good hockey player on the ice a lot in those three movies. Four? Yeah, that's lame. Four, and the only explanation you can give me is that we should like her. Mm-hmm. We should respect her. You can't give me yeah. definitive stats. Where are the stats? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't know if I can put her in my. I mean, top ten. It seems tough. Again, that's another way to move Conway up, and another way to move Jesse Hall up. Okay. I, I think that's now we're getting into what my top yeah, five would be yeah. with Conway Hall, the Cat, and then two of these next three. Okay, so number three is Fulton. Fulton Reed. Reed. I think it's another one that could go either way. He was a one trick pony for sure. He did one thing. Mm-hmm. Did he learn? He learned. Did he change? Change. Did he grow? He grew. I. <sighs> Fulton slap shot Ken, break a passenger side window, mm-hmm. cause plexiglass to shatter, hit a chest so hard that the door shuts, propel a child age goalie backward into a net, rip through a net, knock a teenage goalie unconscious, leave a disconcerting imprint on someone's hand. And no one in the NHL can do that. I get it. I get it. I just don't know if one skill, even a great skill, Ray Allen made a living off one skill. It is possible. I don't know. I don't, three? Oh, three? I, he, to me, he is a piece to win a championship. He's not the piece. I think it's okay in the top five, but five. I think you got to have him. Because here's what keeps him up there. He's all of the movies. Yeah. He's in all the movies. And he does lead the movies in on-screen points. And he's not in, uh, they don't have to recruit him. He's no. not like found anywhere. It's not like he comes in two and then just kind of yeah, sticks right. around for three. Right. He's throughout. So yeah. that's why, and he makes... Place. Six goals, four assists. But there's, a, like I said earlier, there's a little to be desired with him and his leadership. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think it's got to be an all-encompassing what you are, mm-hmm. what you do, what you... It's also, not, Fulton, hate the name. <laughs> hate the name Fulton. It's a real Connor kind of name. Yeah, I'm not a fan of yeah. Fulton. Yeah. That's a prison. So I think I keep him outside of my top five. I would probably have to have him, if I have him in my top five, at five. Because if I'm going, so right now I'm going Gaffney at five. Gaffney at five. Conway at four. Conway at four. Jesse Hall at three. Jesse Hall at three. Which means I only have room for two of the top three. Two of the top. So I think that puts Fulton at six or maybe seven. Okay. 
So number two on the ringers list. This is the only other option I thought they could have besides Conway as number one. Yep. Again, I think this was a bit of a clickbaity kind of thing. I actually agree with this one. I think this is well ranked. I think he should be ranked number two. Adam Banks was the kid who could do all sports when he was young. He was a or rich whatever, kid. you know, yeah, rich a cake kid, eater, cake eater, for sure. Uh-huh. He never fell off. Yeah, so much so to the point that he was the only player out of this entire team that made varsity first year. Yep. First day, mm-hmm. varsity. Yeah, he you made had one the varsity of us. team. You had Banks. Then the answer is clear. If he's the only one who yeah. made the varsity team, that makes him the best player on the team. You see, I'm like so he's your number one. I, okay. I don't see how he couldn't be. Yeah, he's my number two. I okay. I have him at number. You two. have Cat at number I one. I have Cat yeah. at number one. So number one on the ringers list is a. Literally, when I read this, I did not know who they were talking about. Yeah. Guy Germain. I legitimately had to look it up, yeah. and that's frustrating to me. Here's the here's the one thing they did differently with Guy Germain than they did with Connie Moreau. They gave us five paragraphs of explanation on why. And meanwhile, he's, he's chumming on Connie Moreau. Correct. That's. I mean, listen, the guy was a stud in and outside of the ice. Let's right, not deny but that's it. not supposed to be what this is based on. And they start this paragraph with, Guy Germain isn't the flashiest player, doesn't have Banks' talent, Conway's leadership skills, or Fulton's power. End of sentence, he's not number one. Is he very good? Is he very important to the team? 100%. He says, he says, smoothest player on the Ducks. Assists two ways, yeah. on almost a quarter of them while netting three goals. My my only thing is, if he's not even portrayed as the best player in the movie. Any of the movies. Aside from when one person goes, let Guy take the penalty shot. Correct. How is he number one? And if you're going with charisma and juice, I mean, Joshua Jackson's the movie. Hockey is such a sport. Hockey is such a sport where you do need the facilitator, even maybe right. even more than basketball. You right. can play one-on-one basketball. Yeah. You can't play one-on-one hockey right. until there's a shootout. I understand his above, like his his high. I get it. I get having him high to the point where where I was I was doing my actually five even. I get it. Yeah. So moving everyone up one. Sorry, that was where I had it. Was okay. five. Okay. I can I can handle that because he talked me into it during this. Having one is absolutely just to have him at number yeah, one for clicks. the article. There's no way. Adam Banks, Gaffney, and truly Charlie are the only yeah, three that, that would been okay sh- should that. have been in the consideration for number one. Yep. You went Gaffney, I went Banks, but I got. I think maybe we probably went one, two on each of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got no problem. Or I, I, I still want Charlie and Jesse up there. Banks, it, uh, for me. Because goes, games played for, for yeah. uh, Connie. Connie, or I'm sorry, not Connie. Uh, Guy, Gaffney, Gaffney. Gaffney's number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Banks to Charlie's three. Sure. Just because Charlie's the... Again, the only yeah. reason... That's what I said. I didn't yeah. have Gaffney up that high because she didn't... How much she played. That's okay. why. That was a big, That was a part of it for me. Games played are always important. <sighs> how do you feel? I'm just so happy we did that. That was so great. I really, really would do that every week okay. and re- rethinking things. And I think you're going to be even more excited because... Guess what's next? Yeah, you'd think I'd be more excited about this, right? Because I bring it up throughout the entire show. Listen, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Everybody's yeah, it's the road to WrestleMania. We do have an official word that it is going to be a triple threat between Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. Just as I predicted a month ago. Actually, just as I kind of... I didn't predict the triple threat. I did predict that Daniel Bryan would be fighting for a WWE championship in January when he was losing every week. No one saw that coming. I get all what? the. I want all my flowers for that. That was okay. an unbelievable call. Okay. It's something I can just do. You can do I it. I can predict Royal Rumble winners. I can predict main events of WrestleMania. 
we're now in the area of we are quickly adding some matches that aren't marquee matches. We have Cam- Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, which will absolutely 100% without a doubt be my favorite match of the weekend. Okay. These two. So in the WWE, this is what I'll do because there isn't a big story to talk about this yeah. week. I'll kind of explain what makes Kevin Owens slash Steen and Sami Zayn slash El Generico such an incredibly unique WWE story. The WWE has always brought in outside talent, independent wrestlers, territory wrestlers. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. When you get to the WWE, the worst of it of all time being Dusty Rhodes, you are, if you are over, being over means you're popular. If you are over before you get to the WWE, Vince wants to break that and make sure you're popular because of the WWE giving a new persona to, to people. Dusty Rhodes was given the polka dots and was this was this real happy character, uh, you know, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, baby. Hey. Like, that's who he was. That's not who he was on the independent or in the territory days, NWA. Okay. He was a brawler, a fighter. They never, they very, very, very rarely let people keep their real names. I mean, Flair and Dusty in the back of the day were were different. And there are have been a few, but even Finn Balor, who was a major, major Japanese talent and and independent wrestling talent, was was Fergal Devitt, Prince Devitt on the independents became Finn Balor. Uh, Hideo Itami came from Kenta, and they they changed their names. Even these major people, even if they flash their name when they get to NXT, they fade it out and bring in their new name. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were two guys. See, they, they changed Kevin Steen to Kevin Owens a little bit different. And Sami Zayn was Sami, but he was El Generic. Is a the okay. name isn't exactly perfect, but their storyline carried through, okay. which never happens. WWE may recreate a storyline like the Summer of Punk that happened in Ring of Honor. They redid it in the WWE, but it's still the WWE version of this guy. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had blood feuds for years on the independence when they needed a match to stop the show with way too much violence it was those two guys wrestling each other and steen always played the plucky under uh underdog good guy or excuse me generico played the plucky underground good guy and kevin owens was the brooding giant heel that would destroy him in ladders and inferno matches and barbed wire matches and just destroy Sami Zayn. The first night that Kevin Owens was a member of the WWE Universe, he showed up on NXT, wildly popular, did the opening match of an NXT TakeOver. His first match was just, the crowd was going nuts for Kevin Owens. And at the end, Sami Zayn had this arc of over a year of fighting for the title and being the underdog and never really getting his chance and winning the title. Unbelievably cool moment for the NXT Universe to see Sami Zayn hold the NXT title and doing it the right way. He didn't cheat. He had chances to cheat, but he's the white meat baby face. Do you remember what white meat baby face means? White meat baby face. Yep. No. Good, good guy. Not just a good guy. A good, good guy. Cuts no corners. Does no illegal tags. Uses no weapons. Does not cheat. John Cena was a bit of a baby, white meat baby face. The difference is he started as a heel. Sami Zayn was never a heel. He was always the good, good guy. The good, good, good guy. You know, okay. wins this title. Kevin Owens, out of this entire, there's always a, this show has been going on for years at this point. Kevin Owens is there the first night. They make the moment Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn hugging at the end of this pay per view. No one, unless you watched independent wrestling, you didn't understand who these two guys were. There was no NXT television. That never happens. Two seconds later, as everyone's leaving the ring, Kevin Owens picks up his best friend and power bombs the crap out of him on the corner of the ring destroys his back wins the title about a month later that storyline had no setup no build you didn't even know who he was unless you watched independence and they let that storyline carry over from the last 10 years into wwe where over the next several years even onto the main roster the the joke was always 
when one got one place, the other one would show up and they'd be like, are you kidding me? It's going to be us again. And everyone's like, right, no more Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn matches. Not me. I couldn't be more excited. You give me them wrestling six times a year, every year, forever. And I'll watch six times a year, every year, forever. These two have the best matches. They're incredible. So neither of them really had a place this year at WrestleMania. There was no great storyline for either of them. They said, you know what? If we put Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in the ring together, magic's going to happen. Let's have him kick him in the face three weeks before WrestleMania, and then we'll figure out how to make a match out of it. And that's what they're doing. Ooh. And it's the first time that I can ex- remember WWE allowing a storyline to to go through. You cannot know the story of these two, because it makes no sense he would turn on them unless you knew the independence. It's very, very cool that these two guys that were very late into their careers getting into WWE get, this mo- like, get these moments to have a singles match at Mania. No title, no real stakes. But these two guys who travel the entire, well, entire world, but mostly Canada, yeah. but the entire world together, yeah. having their moment at WrestleMania right now in front of crowd, which is a big difference. There is a huge yeah. reason for that. I'm very, very, very happy they made this match. Boom. Yep. I love it. I love how excited you get talking about wrestling. I get very That's excited. Awesome. Uh, let's close it out with Nailed It, Failed It. It's where we make predictions and picks and see if we nail it or if we fail it the following episode. So you said you had Arkansas over Oral Roberts. Roberts? Roberts? Rabbits, yes, rabbits. I did, and you nailed it. Uh, you also said Syracuse to the final four. And yeah, that's did a not nail I that love one. the boldness there, but it didn't work out. I said the Lakers are going to lose three games at least. Uh, yeah, that happened. Nailed it. And then I have the Big Ten being done. Uh, we're going to have to wait on that because Michigan is still playing. Uh, oh, I thought you were saying they were going to be done by. No, I said final four. They okay. wouldn't make final four. All Big Ten out by final four. So we'll find that out either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, before we get out of here, let's make some for next week. I got my first uh, one. What do you got? There were three number ones left. Cut. I am going to go ahead and predict that all three make the final four. All three number ones in the yep. final four. All right. Eric yep. has all three number one seeds in the final four. Uh, I'm going to stick with college basketball. I'm going to say Baylor wins the championship. For some reason, Baylor's been calling out to me this whole time, so I'm going to go with Baylor wins the NCAA tournament. I'm going to predict that tonight, so before WrestleMania, which basically means tonight, before we record again, I, I don't have next week to get. The, I could have next week too. That we get a stipulation in the Randy Orton versus the Fiend match, and it's not oh. just a straight up match. It is some sort of stipulation, which could be Inferno match. No, we already did an Inferno. It could be a uh, cinematic gotcha. match. Something, something to keep it outside of just a regular one on one match. Okay, uh, and you know I like to stick with my Lakers. They got Andre Drummond in the mm-hmm. buyout. Uh, from the Cavs. So I think that the Lakers are going to jump back into third place. They're in fourth right now. I think by the time we record next week, they'll jump into third. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to get back uh, to a little win streak. I think they needed a little juice, and Drummond's coming to the team. So I like that. Real quick sidebar, real quick. What are your odds on the Blazers winning the title this year? Uh, plus 2,000. Uh, on a percentage scale. And you can't oh. go zero. I'd say 0.001%. Gotcha. Thank yeah. you. I needed that for a friend. I of appreciate course. that. Yeah, I just if you don't have LeBron, Katie, or Kawhi, you're probably not gonna win it. I think I think there is a outside chance that the jazz that the Jazz make it. I yeah, think there's yeah, an I've outside the chance that the uh Bucks make it. There's an Nuggets. out listen, you know, there's these teams, Nuggets, Bucks, maybe even the Heat now have a chance, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's really two teams, mm-hmm. maybe three, and then there's maybe three or four, could even get to five that have a chance. Right. I like the Blazers team. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't see any scenario. If I see a scenario where the Nets don't make it, everyone gets COVID and they can't do it. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, everyone gets COVID and they can't. There's a chance you can pick a team to not make it. I don't see any path where seven teams ahead of them 
just don't make it. Yeah. The, I didn't see the Heat make it to the finals last year either, so yeah. you know I could be wrong. If they were in the in the East, I'd give the Blazers a much better chance. I'm not sure I would. I'm not. I just or a better chance. Sure, I just mm. don't see a world yeah. where they make it on either side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll have to wait and find out. Yeah. Ooh, what a juicy one! Thanks for joining us on this journey through the Mighty Ducks, March Madness, Cleveland. You're getting the draft. Don't blow it. 17th game of the NFL season. Can't wait to watch that with you, Eric, because you love football. Football. Follow us on Instagram. Chug it, chug it, it, football. Get it to us on YouTube. Uh, Thank you so much for supporting us. My name is Sean Leary. This is Eric Samari. We are No Credentials. Yup. See ya.